Welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange Podcast. Stories by leaders for leaders to help you raise the bar on your own excellence to release the potential inside of you. Now, here's today's podcast. Greetings. This is Hugh Ballou. Welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange. I have a, a lovely guest today, somebody I've known for a number of years and been aware of the really good work that she's done. So she's done so far. And I pinned her down, said, why don't you share <laughs> some of your stories with all these leaders out there that are looking for creative ideas. And, you know, people that come along and talk to us have great stories, great experiences, great wisdom. And, you know, I'm here to tell my story because I've made all the mistakes possible. So I know a lot of things that don't work. So we have people with life experience on here. So I'm going to say hello to Jules Miller today and ask her to say a little bit about yourself and what is your passion for what you're doing? Well, Hugh, thank you so much for having me and hello to the community uh, that's watching on Lifeboat or on Facebook and um, also on your website. I'm just really excited to be here with all of you today and hopefully share some things, um, some mistakes that I've made as well, some challenges that um, I face as a leader and uh, like you said, my passion. So uh, my background is um, that of education. So I was um, a teacher in elementary, middle, and high school. I got my master's in administration and went back as a vice principal. And then I was blessed with twins. And so I decided at that time, um, after they were probably two years old, that it was time for me to uh, leave education and be a stay-at-home mom of which I realized that that was the hardest job that I've ever done. And so um, after a few months of doing that, I really took a look at what my passions were and what my talents, abilities, gifts, and skills were. And I realized that I had a real knack for organization. Um, I'm kind of left brain, I'm a little OCD. And so I like things um, systematic, I like things in order. And I knew that I could help other people create order out of chaos in, in their home space, in their business space, and then soon to be in their mind space as I ventured out into coaching as well. So um, in 2004, I started a professional organizing company called Peace of Mind because that's the result that I wanted my clients to have. And um, in 2006, I started a coaching program. I was certified by um, a fabulous coach, Laura Berman Fortgang, in the Now What? 90 Days to a New Life Direction coaching program. And um, then I realized that a lot of my coaching clients were women. A lot of my organizing clients were women. And some of them were hiring me to do things that friends used to do for them. If you can imagine, I, I know as a, as a young teen, my girlfriends and I, we'd sort through our closets and we'd help each other figure out, you know, what clothes we want to keep, what ones we want to give away. And you usually ended up with a bag of clothes, you know, from your friends and, and friends used to do that. And I found that a lot of the clients that were hiring me for organizing were really looking for you know, a friend. Um, and they wanted me to often stay for lunch, you know, help them get organized, but then um, have that connection, that relationship. They were either new to town or maybe newly divorced, 
um, and some of them just needed help and support. And so my passion really was about helping people um, and primarily women. I didn't exclude men. It just seemed that women were more um, uh, my clientele base. And so that, that went on for a good um, six years. And then I moved and I realized that I had to build my network all over again, my support network. Um, and I was wondering, you know, how am I going to do that in a new town? So I went to some networking meetings with the chamber and uh, realized that I missed that connection that wasn't just business, that to me, I was looking for a support system as well as business promotion. Um, and so I, uh, I decided I'd have my own meeting and I invited three women that I knew and asked them to invite friends that they knew. And in 2010, we met in a coffee shop and I led it like I would a normal meeting. We had an agenda. We had a purpose for our meeting. And um, I just asked that the women join together and really support one another personally and professionally. So since then, it's um, been something that I've been really uh, fascinated with is really supporting people um, on, a, on a local as well as a global level. So yeah, so um, I don't know if you want me to go clear into Chicks Connect yet or just kind of talk about the passion. Well, let's do that was, that, was the, that was the image that we put up. The, so what is this Chicks Connect thing? Now you, um, it's fair to say you've been mobile for most of the time I've known you and you finally yes. put down roots in South Carolina. So um, what, what was the, uh, the event that said, hmm, we need to buy a house and settle down? What, 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 what was that event that, to make that decision? Well, the, let me back up just a, a, a few paces to talk about why we went mobile. Um, so after that first meeting where the 12 women met and I asked them to share personally and professionally ways that we could support them, um, the women had a hard time really identifying a personal support question that they might have. They were so used to caring for aging parents or children or their business employees or other people that they weren't taking a look at what they needed themselves. And uh, so when we finally um, got through to them as far as, you know, what might a personal request be, we had a brave woman stand up and say, you know, I'm, um, I'm a newly divorced woman, I'm, I'm single, my kids are grown and gone, and I'd like to have some fun. And so we said, okay, well, let's, let's have some fun. So that became a founding principle of what I'm doing today. Another woman said, you know, I'm um, trying to have a conversation with my 14-year-old uh, son, but we're not connecting. Um, and a woman across the table said, well, I have a 21-year-old son. Um, I've been there, done that. Let's talk about it after, after the meeting. And so all these little connections were just popping and, and uh, the support was happening naturally, which was really beautiful. And so um, it was at that second meeting where I, um, where, well, after the first meeting, the women said, we'd like to do this again. How can we do this again? And I said, well, sure, let's do it next week. And so it was after the, or during that second meeting where um, I call it the download from God. Um, he had been tapping on my head, you know, bring women together, show your love and support, get back to education. It was just taking a different format, right? Um, but I opened my mouth and I said, you know, I need a leader for this chapter. I need to open this worldwide. 
I couldn't believe I said it. I had no idea how, right? We were talking about the how, how that was going to happen. I just knew that um, it was supposed to happen and I could figure out the how along the way. So um, it was just about eight months later that I hit the road, um, which became part of the how. And what, what you mentioned, Hugh, was when we met, I was mobile. And um, not only did I have the uh, prompting to uh, start this community where women support women, um, but I also had the prompting uh, to uh, sell everything we had and get into a motorhome and travel and homeschool our kids and uh, share this message with people face to face so they could feel my passion, know my heart, know my purpose, um, and know the importance to me to not just have a virtual community, but have a local community. Um, and I know that, that you help people do the same in their uh, local communities, um, just with a different, you know, with nonprofits and, and churches. So, uh, so that's why we hit the road, um, and that was eight years ago. So that kind of gets you caught up to uh, um, eight, you know, eight years of traveling across the United States and sharing Chicks Connect and homeschooling our kiddos and touring this beautiful country of ours. And uh, it has truly been a blessing, but a lot of um, movements on faith, that's for sure. That um, sounds all very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a reality side of that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, let's travel and see the, see the country. But you went to some intriguing places. I guess I met you somewhere soon after you started this. I uh, think so. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is a unique, unique idea. So that's thanks for that story. So what's the value of community, both virtual and local? Why even think about a community? Well, I know, um, especially through times like this, um, uncertain times. Uh, it's great to have a community of support. And now our chapters couldn't meet locally, uh, but we switched our chapters to a virtual community using the Zoom platform. And so that love and support and encouragement could continue. Our meetings, it depended on the chapter, but um, each meeting uh, altered their format just a little bit to attend to um, emergency needs, like what's happening right now in your world? Uh, what conversations do we need to have? And those wouldn't typically necessarily be part of a meeting structure, but they, they did what they had to do in order to support one another throughout these uncertain times. Um, and the other thing that happened, you know, a challenge to our business is um, our numbers decreased. Uh, people were losing their businesses, their jobs. Um, people were worried financially. And so um, quickly we had Sister Chicks um, donate uh, money to keep, you know, to scholarships, some of, of the women in their chapter. Um, I matched those scholarships. And so um, it's, it's really building that support and that sisterhood and that community um, to take care of one another in hardship times. Other things, we've had um, death of spouses. We've had you know, people's um, family members or their love, their loving pets that they've lost. And we have um, a leadership role within our chapters that's called the care chick. And our care chick responsibility is to, if, if a member's not at a meeting, they send a quick text, hey, we missed you, we love you, we're thinking about you. 
Um, or if someone's having a baby, they um, coordinate the baby shower. If there has been um, a loved one lost, they help coordinate the meal train. And, um, and so the real importance of, of local support um, is not only in times of tragedy, but times of celebration. So often, um, especially the women that I was working with as coaching clients, they're very driven and they'll check off all the things on their to-do list, but they'll forget to celebrate. And so having that support system that surrounds you, that helps you celebrate in times of accomplishments, no matter how big or small the, the accomplishment is, it's great to take a moment and pause and celebrate that. And so, um, again, those are some of the things that, that uh, the community uh, does to support one another. Love it. Um, so the, the, the collaborative energy. So I, I'm thinking of communities I belong to. You know, I've I served um, Christian churches, megachurches, small churches for 40 years as music director. So I pretty much related to everybody. Um, and where I am now, my, my wife works for the Judicatory and there's 86 Methodist churches. So we move around a lot. So I miss that anchor community, but I do have a rotary and Rotary is very purpose-driven, very strong principles, and is a service organization. And I think it's, it's an exemplary organization. But like all, all organizations, the Organized Church, Rotary, and other organizations, we're in transition. And many of those organizations are losing members. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's a time, you know, I, I keep hearing the term, oh, we're coming out of this COVID quarantine, so it's time for a new normal. I, I'm thinking it's almost the time for a new radical. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do something a little different. I mean, so let's, let's talk about your situation. Yes, you lost numbers. Uh, you do, did have some scholarships come up and you could help, help some of the mm -hmm. uh, people stay in the chapters. Um, so what's, um, what needs to change just generally in communities, and I'm looking at this myself because Cinevision has a community for people, build communities, clergy, nonprofit leaders, and uh, chamber chamber leaders, you know, people that are uh, creating a, a local event, mostly a local, a local organization that really is focusing on uh, purpose. You know, how do we help people? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in myself as, as what you're gonna say as well. I learned something from every guest. What needs to be different in your world and what thoughts do you have for other people that have, a lot of people I'm finding out do have private communities. So there might be several people interested in, hmm, what, what are your thoughts about realigning, reformatting and, and you know, energizing your community for the future? Well, I think that that's a great question and one that you need to pose to your individual communities. Um, yearly, I ask my community, uh, what their personal challenges are and what their professional challenges are. And then I take that survey, uh, well, I ask them to, to post three of those, three personal, three professional challenges. I take all the results and then I create the curriculum for the next year. So part of our organization is a weekly lesson based on um, discussion topics around their biggest challenges. And so um, that's just one suggestion that I have. Another would be, um, creative innovation. So if you think about Walt Disney, I think he had some sort of dream room. And if you could um, gather some volunteers from your community to get together into a dream room 
And um, it's like a, a massive brain dump or a brainstorm where everyone has innovative ideas and you talk about what do you love about this organization? What haven't we really been engaging with that maybe we could let go of? Um, and, and then work collaboratively so there's buy-in. I think a lot of times leader th leaders think that they need to know all the answers for their community. And um, I encourage you to collaborate with your community and to, um, you're serving them. And so what is it that they need? What do they want? And uh, the, the thing that I encourage um, our community all the time in the individual chapters is make it fun. <laughs> you know, um, right now especially, people are um, overwhelmed and stressed out. And so how can we, bring about love, support, fun, and friendship into um, a business or a nonprofit? Um, how can we bring about collaboration and creative ideas? And sometimes, um, um, I'm trying to think of the uh, hobby by crisis. Okay, so in the coaching program that I was trained in back in 2006, when you're working with a coaching client and they reach a stuck point, you can't get past this, this one area. Um, the, the training that I received was to encourage them to do a hobby by crisis. And that might mean get out and ride a bike, get your legs moving, your body moving, do pottery, sit down and color in one of those color books, start getting that right brain engaged and thinking creatively and innovatively um, in a, you know, in a collaborative, creative way. And I think um, there's lots of different activities that you can do to foster that. Um, and I encourage you to not do that alone, but do it with your community um, and possibly with your, um, uh, if you're leading a community, do it with uh, the community, community that you lead. But you as a leader, I hope you also have a community that supports you and gives you what you need so that you can be at 100% and then fill uh, your communities as well. So if you were to list all the reasons that people would join an exclusive community like you have, like we have, what would be the top three? Um, uh, a sense of belonging. Um, I think people are, and, and again, I think that's a connectedness. So, um, um, and a, um, a, a contribution. So a connectedness, a contribution um, where, where people contribute to you and you contribute to them. Um, and uh, serving a greater purpose. And, uh, you know, that might, at the, at the day and time, the purpose might be um, for you to grow personally, or it might be for you to assist someone within your organization to grow personally, or for them to um, reach outside beyond the circles of your uh, you know, support group or mastermind group um, and, and serve and support others as well. So I don't know that that's very concise, but... <laughs> um, I didn't, well, it's hard to be concise when there's a lot of issues, but I, I do think I would agree from what I know that um, the camaraderie of, of having that synergy of like-mindedness together. Um, and I go and have breakfast. I think we'll go back next month having live breakfast with my, with my rotary group. 
And it's just a great bunch of people. And they're there because they want to serve the community. Mm-hmm. And they come from all different walks of life. And they, they, you know, you got realtors and lawyers and accountants, you know, the whole, the whole gamut. Um, and, and so what we do have in common is what's important. Um, so I think especially with clergy and nonprofit leaders, it's a, it's a very, very, very high stress job. Uh, you know, the, the burnout level with nonprofit leaders is something like 45% in some of the research I've seen. And clergy, I've seen research that only one in 10 clergy make it to retirement. Um, mm. So those are, those are high, um, high stress jobs. But, uh, you know, we do um, contribute our share to that stress, all of us. Um, so I think, I think when I do group sessions from the, the members in our community, we have a, a chat and we have eight or 10 people on the screen and somebody will be talking about something from, um, from Michigan and there's somebody in Vegas that says, oh, I know that person. I could connect you with that person. Mm-hmm. So there's this, this synergy of, uh, we're in the, you now live in the South. Welcome y'all to the <laughs> what we say is none of us is as smart as all of us now we have our own grammar rules as you know (laughs) i'm learning i'm learning (laughs) yeah and a bunch of y'all is all y'all so there's nuances to language so um there's there's some commonality that we need we need to be with our people and when i'm with another a bunch of conductors that's a whole different Mm-hmm. energy energy feel and I have affinity when I'm with a whole bunch of coaches um, or a bunch of leadership speakers there's that synergy of, of the commonality so I think belonging has that so talk about um, you know what's the mechanics you you launched an online community so you have a you joined this online community how did you figure out how to do that and the software and all of that Oh, so in 2009, I started my path of personal growth and development um, because in 2008, I joined a company called Send Out Cards. And uh, so it, it, and I joined Send Out Cards because it was a perfect relationship building tool. It was going to be perfect for me to help my clients get organized with all of their business cards and reach out and follow up and give thank yous. And so to me, it was this perfect organizing relationship building tool. What I didn't realize is the byproduct of joining a network marketing company, which was um, uh, training and instruction in personal growth and development. And I went to my first convention and T. Harv Ecker spoke at my convention or at the convention, not mine, but um, I have a lot of, like, I'm trying to be calm, but I have a lot of energy. (laughs) And when T. Harv Ecker spoke on that stage, I felt like I felt like I had met my match, like someone with more energy than I had. And I felt normal. And I was like, whatever he's selling, I want to be a part of that, you know, because it was Um, he's just very high energy. T. Harbecker, if you don't know, he wrote the book Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and Mm -hmm. runs program or did, I think he sold the business, but um, ran peak potential programs. And so um, I uh, joined his program and had two years of his quantum leap training. So I did warrior and wizard and uh, the marketing courses and, you know, guerrilla marketing life. um, Wow. Life 
passion, I can't remember, life something. But anyway, my husband and I did these, this program and it came at a time, I'm probably completely going off topic, but I did want to mention this because um, it, it was a big challenge of ours and a big leap of faith and, and step out on faith was uh, we had lost everything in 2008. My husband lost his businesses. We lost our houses. We um, lost everything. But I did have my education retirement because I mentioned earlier I was a teacher. I would not recommend this unless uh, it's part of your path, but this was the path we chose. We decided to take our money out of the retirement and invest in our own education. And we decided at that time at age 40 that if we couldn't learn from these gurus, uh, that we were kind of a lost cause, you know? So we decided that uh, we're gonna take the leap of faith and we cashed out my retirement. We invested it in the Peak Potentials um, two-year quantum leap program. And that was our, um, our step into the, the belief, the mindset. Our minds were really messed up having lost everything. Um, we felt like failures, mm. depression. There were a lot of um, negatives associated with um, you know, filing for bankruptcy and having your um, homes and vehicles uh, repossessed. And um, so it was a very uh, uh, challenging time. Uh, but we decided to um, take that leap of faith, invested in our education and the belief that uh, we could learn from these people that have done it before. So that was in 2009. I didn't know what my passion or purpose was going to be, but I spent two years preparing um, and learning uh, about Facebook, learning about membership sites, learning about masterminds, learning about uh, the importance of uh, joint ventures and affiliate marketing, and learning about um, providing massive value and charging a little bit each month and reaching the masses. So I had all of this education and knowledge, but I didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. Um, and it wasn't until November 10th, 2010, that that tapping and that download came where I said, oh, I'm supposed to open this up worldwide and I have the tools. I know how to create a membership. I know how to uh, create an affiliate program. I know how to, create a culture of collaboration and celebration and creation and support these women in really launching their businesses. And I can teach them through this platform all that I have learned over the last two years and prior to that, all of my education of children and family and um, staff members. And so I think, um, you know, they say, I. I I said to one of my chicks in a meeting one time, I said, you know, I just don't know where it came from. And, you know, it just all of a sudden, and she looked at me and she said, Jules, you've been preparing for this your entire life. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, it came. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they say, you know, the why that makes you cry. It was like, this yeah. is yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing, so. And you love it, I can tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, I've had I've had a similar story. It's nothing like being flat broke and losing everything to sober you up and say, okay, got to do something, <laughs> got to do something different here. Yeah. I'm going to pause and talk, talk about one of our sponsors and we're going to come back and talk about the, the title of the show is connecting with nonprofits, but um, we're able, we're able to do 
we're able to do shows like this because we have really good sponsors and we're very careful with uh, who we allow to be sponsors. They're very valid companies doing really good stuff. And so the one I'm going to highlight is EZ card, letter E, letter Z, letter, and then word card, ezcard.com. If you're um, listening to this um, on, on a podcast, you don't have the picture, but you can go to thenonprofitexchange.org, find the episodes, and you can see the, the graphics for each session. But if you, if you take your smartphone and you send a text, here's the number, 64600. Send a text to a number 64600. And in the message, put LDR and you'll have leader. That's just short LDR. And you'll get a text back and you touch on that. All of a sudden, voila, on your phone, it'll, it'll open up and you can, you can share it with others by clicking on the direct text button under share this easy card. And uh, others then would have information and on here we have our our um our magazine we have uh, nonprofit performance 360 magazine there it is um our other sponsor word sprint we'll talk about later but they print and mail that but that's francis hasselbein when she was 100 uh, doing great work and so we have um we have the nonprofit uh, exchange which is what we're on right now and lo and behold there's jules miller miller uh, chicks connect and we're going to talk about local charities, but you could have this for your charity, for your business, for your speaking business, your consulting business, and everybody that's in the shoot, boom, I could send out a text, say, look, we've got a special guest today, be sure you get on. And so people have the community. So we do have this community of, for community builders, and here's, the, here's why you should join, and uh, Jules has talked about her community, We're, we do very different things. You can belong to more than one community, but this tells you everything that's valuable in the community and why you should be there and the benefit. And we're just having a good time building out our community. And I'm glad to be talking to, to Jules and learn, learn from her. So easycard.com. And then if you, again, send a text to 64600 and put in LDR and you'd have the Center Vision Easy Card. We're talking to Jules Miller about Chicks Connect. It's um, uh, an online and a in-person collaborative energy field of, <laughs> of women making a difference. So how how did how does charity enter into this? Nonprofits. Well, my my passion for service. Um, really was lit on fire when I was a leadership teacher at a high school. And we won a grant. Um, I don't remember exactly the name of the grant right now, but it was, uh, and so our whole year of leadership, um, the students were to find nonprofit charities and then persuade the people in the classroom to donate their money um, to this particular charity. It was like PGE, I think it was a PGE grant. That's what it was. So we were given um, this lump sum of money that we needed to disperse throughout the year. And so um, they partnered up with people and they explored all the different charities that were in our, our school district. And then they did persuasive speeches and tried to encourage people to take their money, uh, their allotment and give it to their particular ch um, charity. And so um, I just realized the, uh, 
well, first of all, again, collaboration. So you have people working together in support of something else or to create, uh, you know, create a, a bigger, better project. Um, I understood the need uh, for a, a lot of organizations, a lot of people um, that were in need of certain things um, and even animals. So some of the students chose the um, animal nonprofits, you know, to give to um, or earth nonprofits or things like that. So it wasn't always people. Um, and so it really uh, was, a, was an exciting time during our, our class time when we talked about the charities. And so that kind of fostered the importance of um, charity and being of service. Uh, the other thing that fostered that was um, another personal challenge that I did want to make sure that I mentioned today. And I never quite know where to bring it up, Hugh, but I think it's important because it's part of my story, um, and that is I am in recovery. Um, I have over 20 years of recovery, um, working a program of recovery in, uh, for alcohol. And so um, part of the AA program is to be of service, to be of service during the meetings, to be of service to other alcoholics who suffer. Um, and so um, I, I wanted to mention that, that that is a core belief of mine, that um, focusing on uh, being of service to others, but always doing the next right thing um, and moving forward. And that's a core principle of um, Chicks Connect. And so with, with the service in my education, with the service in my um, part of being a, a community member of AA, um, and then just realizing that um, giving back as a business owner is also something that um, helps others, but also helps your business. So it helps your business to be community focused and community minded. And so um, that was an important piece as well. So part of Chicks Connect is really about giving back to the local community. There are some chapters that adopt national um, or global nonprofits, but I really encourage them to find a local um, charity that they can adopt and through our organization Chicks Connect we offer a free membership for that charity organization and so they can send a representative to the meetings and share what fundraisers they have coming up or um, any support that they might need so uh, we give away one membership and then um, every chapter adopts the charity and schedules different fundraising efforts throughout the year for that charity. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to mention was um, it kind of incorporates the innovation, the collaboration. Uh, after, so sometimes um, emergencies happen or, um, you know, catastrophes or, uh, so we had Hurricane Irma and some of our um, members of Chicks Connect were affected by that. And when, when one of our members is affected by something, it has this ripple effect that everyone wants to know how can they support that person. And so a chapter came up with a very innovative, creative idea, and they wanted to do a Zoomathon. And so um, they proposed the idea to me that they would do a 24-hour Zoomathon. And I said, okay, let's do it. Now, we didn't know how. Again, we didn't know how we were going to do it. We just had a big, strong why. We wanted to raise money. We wanted to use the platform Zoom, and we were going to um, promote it live um, all all day for 24 hours and then um, create a page where people could donate. Now during that 24 hours of time, we scheduled half an hour blocks of various things. And so one woman taught how to make um, 
Thanksgiving cupcakes. And she took us all through putting a little turkey on top of a cupcake. Another uh, woman taught us how to do a massage, how to massage your partner. Another woman did um, how to, uh, uh, like worked with another client in a coaching, some inquisitive questions on coaching to help you get um, moved out of from being stuck. And so each half an hour, someone else played music on the piano for a half an hour. Someone else read from their book of poetry for a half an hour. So each little half an hour block, the person was responsible for promoting out to their community. Um, and then we had the donation link going for 24 hours. Um, and so it was just, you know, something random that we all came together in a collaborative effort and um, raised money for, uh, you know, all the sister chicks who were in need. Um, and our, our main goal was to give them some money so they could replace their groceries that probably went bad because they were um, out of electricity. So we were able to help eight of our, our own members. And so just kind of an idea to get uh, your leaders thinking about working collaboratively. You know, when someone sparks an idea there um, and people come together and everybody pitches in, there are ways to get things done. I see. If um, my, um, I have a simple, I'm a simple guy, simple definition of leadership. You know, leaders are three things. You get things done, number one. Number two, you figure out if you don't know how things get done. And three, you influence people. And, and so we can, we can choose whether we influence them negatively or positively. Mm -hmm. And so you're just, you're just a, a walking example of that. Um, here is, um, you can go to chicksconnect.com for the website. And it's, um, is it jewels at chicksconnect.com? Correct. J-E-W-E-L-S. Yeah, J-E-W-E-L-S, right. And so it, it's, it's, it's a fascinating website uh oh i started playing the video i got a new mac and it just just barely if i rest my thumb it, it starts doing something so i have to be uh, i have to learn new things i can't have be heavy heavy thumb but there's uh, all these different sections on the website and there's jewels and then here's some highlighting some of the people's and people and then um chicks of the year that that's really good you highlight people doing mm -hmm. doing really good work so Encourage people to check out uh, chicksconnect.com. And so um, what else that I haven't asked you that's important about people that are, uh, remind me, um, you said it earlier, is it, is it U.S. only or is it international? Uh, we, we're international, but we only have one member that's outside the U.S. right now. Um, actually, our very first member to ever join and pay for a membership was in Canada. So we were international before we were national. Um, but our member right now that we have that's outside the U.S. is in Ireland. So we're excited to take a chick trip and go visit her. Um, she's a dentist in Ireland. And uh, that's the other thing, you know, I mentioned fun. Um, I encourage you and, and your communities, uh, those of you that are listening, to come up with ways to have fun. Um, if you're constantly doing meetings and problem solving and, and working on things, um, you need a break. You need a good balance. Um, and what's interesting is when you're out having the fun, you really come up with good ideas. You, the, the conversations will continue, you know, to 
be around things that you're interested in, but you're in a less stressful environment sometimes when you're off, uh, you know, enjoying a picnic or going on a hike or um, however you are um, able to join during this time. Uh, I encourage you to uh, physically, you know, get together as, as, as you can. Um, during this time. So if, if um, a woman somewhere wants to talk about um, starting a chapter, um, you, they can email you jewels at chicksconnect.com and then go to the website, uh, Chicks Connect, find out information about it. This is intriguing. All the chapters, have all of them adopted a nonprofit? Uh, I think that there are some that are still looking. So, um, and they don't keep them year after year after year. So they trade, um, off and on. So definitely, if you have uh, nonprofits that want, um, you know, to part, it's not a partnership, it's a collaboration, um, then definitely, you know, reach out to a business person. A, a, a wonderful collaboration would be if you are a nonprofit leader and you have a favorite businesswoman in your community, um, maybe encourage that woman to start a chapter so that you can be their nonprofit. We'll help them. Uh, you'll be able to, to uh, you know, be part of that and be featured and, and have um, efforts go toward fundraising. Also volunteer opportunities. So a lot of our um, women will also go to the nonprofit and volunteer uh, whenever they have the need for volunteers. So that might be at their fundraising efforts or um, if they're hosting something and they're looking for volunteers, you have this group of um, excited and eager uh, businesswomen to, to help and support you in your efforts. You are a bundle of energy. I just wondered <laughs> if it would go the other way. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rest up after this interview. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. And, and I, I've seen T. Harvaker present. He's yeah. I need to find some chicks to, enter, to um, adopt Center Vision Leadership Foundation. So yes, um, yes, this is really good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do another sponsor moment. Then we'll come back and um, want you to think of a final thought that you want to imp. We're in an era where women are stepping up as clergy, as nonprofit leaders, as business leaders in any many fields. So what, what thoughts do you have generally and specifically what's a challenge that um, you want to leave women with? You've really um, had a remark, remarkable journey. And thank you for sharing that journey. That was quite remarkable. And many people would have given up, but um, you made numerous uh, times. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. I want to give up numerous times and I'm 74 next uh, September and I'm, um, I'm having the time of my life doing the most important work in my life and I've had some important things that I've done. So um, one of our other sponsors is Word Sprint, wordsprint.com, design, print, mail. And so I talked about the, uh, the nonprofit uh, magazine that we published, there it is, Nonprofit Performance 360 Magazine. And it's uh, we have a designer and Word Sprint prints it and mails it. It's the way we stay in touch with our tribe so it's mail mail followed up by email. And so when somebody has something in their hand, they're gonna read it, they're gonna, they're gonna pay attention to it. And, but it needs to be distinctive and it needs to stand out. So um, WordSprint works with a number of nonprofits that I work with and their donor base keeps very consistently donating and they raise the donations and they stay loyal to the nonprofit because they hear about the work that you've done with the money they've donated. 
So a good part of stewardship is letting people know, yes, we've done some worthy things. Let me tell you about them. So we send um, notices that are inside of the envelope with the magazine, and we send it out to, to nonprofit leaders. And um, Jules, you'll get it if you put your address in the, in the place where you registered. Now that you're in one place, you can get the magazine. Yes. So wordsprint.com, Bill Gilmer um, uh, will um, we'll talk with you and up at the top of the website, request an estimate. They can talk to you and it's a no pressure. They will teach you how to do some good things and, and help you do it, if, whether you hire them or not. So that's a really good spirited group and they're very successful. And Bill's got uh, two decades of research on what works uh, with two and a half million email campaigns to nonprofits. So wordsprint.com is a loyal supporter of Center Vision Leadership Foundation. So Jules, as we, um, this has been fun. And uh, I, I've known you for what, eight, eight, nine years or something. And I learned things today I never knew. So I've learned important things when I talk to people on the show. So what do you want to leave people with today? I would say to the leaders, make sure to um, have your own support system and maybe even more than one. You'll find that uh, as you were talking about, Hugh, you have um, different conversations in different groups based on um, the experiences and the goals of the group. Um, but there, there will be days where you will not feel like um, doing what you're supposed to do <laughs> in order to forward your purpose and your passion. And so having people that you can be the real you, um, then I encourage you to create that support system around you. Um, I also encourage you to be real, be as authentic as you can be. Um, when I can talk about the challenges that I've had personally, um, I don't have to be afraid of them. I don't have to be afraid of someone finding out something about me when I can be open and honest about the things that aren't perfect. Um, and so I encourage you to um, address those and work through those and find people um, who will resonate with you uh, because of your bravery for sharing those things. Um, and then uh, I guess the third thing would just be um, when you're afraid and you do it anyway, you're growing. And I would just encourage you all to um, do it anyway. Love it. Love it. Jules Miller, uh, Chicks Connect. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. And thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.